The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Newey Scruggs. Here we are, Players' Lounge on a Tuesday. Cowboys play Saturday night in Philadelphia. I'm Newey Scruggs. This is the Players' Lounge. It's the Players' Show. The players are Danny McRae and Barry Church, two former Dallas Cowboys safeties, both undrafted here. So, gentlemen... Mike McCarthy says they are going to play to win the game in Philadelphia. Jerry Jones says they plan to play. They plan to win. Your thoughts on that, McCray? They better. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they better go out here and find a way to get some momentum going into the playoffs. All right, You have to, especially with the outings that we've had against these teams that we believe are better competition than Taysom, Taysom Hill with the mm-hmm. Saints, uh, whoever was playing quarterback for the uh, Washington football team. Like, you, you have to go into this knowing that mm-hmm. the, the team feels like they can play against anybody. It's one thing to say it. Like, they continue to say, yeah, we know that on our best day, as long as we come to play, we can beat anyone. But we have not shown that, mm-hmm. right? So you need to go out here against the Eagles, who are a playoff team, and show that you can beat them, all right? If you don't, then you're going to go into the playoff limping with, like, not knowing who you are on offense, the defense probably feeling the type of way about the offense, not being mm-hmm. able to help them out. So this is your week to fix that before before the, the tournament starts. Yeah, yeah, you got to go. You got to play it. You got to have all your guys on deck, and you got to play this last game. I mean, you're not in position right now to, to rest and be like, all right, we'll, we'll get ready for the playoffs. Because right now this offense, they have no identity. The offense doesn't know what's going. whether it's a run team, whether it's a pass-happy team. We just don't have an identity offensively. And what we've seen so far this season is there's no evidence that Dak in this offense can just say, all right, it's time to go. It's playoffs. Let's flick the switch, and, and we're, we're hitting on all cylinders. There has been no evidence of that. There's actually been evidence contrary to that. Like we, We've seen these this offense you know, steadily go downhill. They might have a blip here and there where the offense is, is balling and hitting on all cylinders, but once again, those happened against the New York Giants. You know what I'm saying? That happened against the Washington football team, and we're not going against those guys in the playoffs. So to me, offensively, we've got to play because we got to get some type of momentum. You can't limp into the playoffs and expect to just be flipping the switch and turning into this miraculous 99, you know, Rams type of offense. You you can't do that. We got to have some momentum going into this playoffs. And defensively, we we need to play as well. We need to play as well because we've we've played great. Don't get me wrong. We played great. We beat up on the NFC East. We beat up on a couple guys here and there. But when we get to the playoffs, like you just mentioned, we're going to be playing against the Garoppolo's of the world, the the Brady's, the the Rodgers, if we get that far. So we got to make sure we're hitting on all cylinders going into this playoffs. And lastly, we still got some seeding. You know, to go about right now. Play like, on, play it, on it's, Saturday. Yeah, like we got play on Saturday. Right now, we're in the four C. We can't get any worse than the four C. But to me, you know, we're going to need a lot of help, but we can still get that 2C. We can still get that 3C. So it comes down to would you rather go against, a, you know, if you're in that 2 or 3C, you get to go against maybe a, a Jimmy Garoppolo or a Jalen Hurts at the 6 or 7C rather than if you're at that 4, you're more than likely going against either Stafford or Kyler Murray. And we've seen what Kyler Murray was able to do. So to me, get the momentum, play this game out, hopefully get a dub, 
and you go into the playoffs not limping but with some type of momentum. I, and, and I'll say this. I think I think it'll be – the worst situation that you could have is if you go out here and lose on Saturday and mm. then every, all the chips fall in your favor for you to be the oh, number two seed. and you ain't playing. Oh, oh. and, 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 and you didn't play. I think, I think that is the, the, the worst – possible scenario yeah. for you. So I think it's probably a blessing and a curse to have to play on Saturday. One, you get a little extra rest yeah. going into the first round. But two, it's like you need to go out here and put all your like all your chips on the table because yeah. if everything falls in your favor, whatever happened last week is irrelevant. You, can, you can still bounce up to the number two seed and find a different opponent. But the, the, the fact that we are sitting here saying, man, we might not want to, you know, Arizona. Yeah. We might not want <laughs> That, that lets me know that we have work to do as a team because we should feel confident, us as viewers, us as yeah. people who are, who are talking about the game, uh, we should feel confident enough to say we're good enough to play against anybody. And at some points in the season, we felt that way. Yeah, we did. This week, I'm like, ah, I'd rather play those better teams after we get our get our footing in the tournament. Now, now the Eagles, they you know they got a lot of people in the uh, protocols right now, You know, a lot of cats. Now, we know it's a little bit different. You can do the five days, and they might be able to have them back. But, you know, if you're blowing the Eagles out, let's just say they're killing the Eagles second half, they're up 21, 28 points, then I could see, you know, you resting some people. You know, obviously, if you got that big of a lead, you had something doing, something brewing offensively, something brewing defensively. So, in that case, I could see us resting in the second half. But if it's a game, you got to play your boys. You got to play all of them, all hands on deck. Yeah, Anthony Brown playing, Jordan Lewis playing. Yeah. Uh, Trayvon Diggs, he, he should play, you know, at least the first half, you know, depending on, on how the game is going, mm-hmm. like you're saying. Only people I would be worried about is like a, a, a D-Law or something like that. People who've actually missed extended periods mm-hmm. of time during the season to where it's really a risk of that person possibly not being being ready for the playoffs. Maybe a Tyron Smith get That's back and get, thing, you, get yeah. your feet wet in the first half or whatever. But other than that, 98% of this roster should be playing. Include Dak and Zeke. <laughs> <laughs> well, Philly dealing with the COVID issues, 12 guys, uh, several starters um, on that COVID list. So, It'll be interesting to see how did they approach this football game. Do they decide that, hey, look, you know what, we're just going to be where we are and, and we're not going to put anybody out here who, who can't give it, give it the, the, the way that, you know, can't go out here 100%. So I'll be interested to see what they do on their end. As far as Jimmy G, when you brought him up with the 49ers, Barry, he's probably not playing. Trey That's Lance was playing last week and, and, and got the win. So the Cowboys have some, some things that they need to, to, to work on for themselves, but it's just going to be interesting to see what other folks – end up doing around them because to me Philadelphia's got an excellent opportunity to say, you know, we're just not gonna play. You know, we're yeah. not going we're not going to take the chance with guys on COVID to put them out here and not have them be a hundred percent and possibly get hurt. Because what for them, what is it what are they playing for? Is a kind of interesting thing. We know why the Cowboys are playing. They don't look good. They need to try and get themselves um operating at a higher level but i would do wonder about philadelphia what, what's their incentive i would i hope you know they rest you know i hope they rest a <laughs> whole squad you know they they got they're feeling themselves a little bit right now i think they won what four or five straight or something like that so i know they're feeling themselves but i hope they rest because we've seen when you got all that momentum going and then y'all let's take a little break here and then you try to get right back into it and and it's, it's you're not you're not exactly right where you were when you left off and hopefully that's the case we go if we go against the eagles in that first round them boys rested, and they ain't, they, ain't, they ain't got the momentum on their side no more. We can take them to the house. Right, listen, in, in, in all honesty, the truth is, if we were the Eagles right now, we would be ready. We can, <laughs> we, we can talk all this stuff about having to catch momentum and whatever. We gonna, All the starters are going to play. If we were in the Eagles position right now, 
a lot of our starters would be sitting on the sideline. Um, so if I was them, that that's that's what I would be doing. They actually they absolutely have nothing to play for at this mm-hmm. moment, and it actually puts more pressure on the Cowboys to go out there and perform better, knowing that the Eagles may sit their players right. Because you, what you don't want to do is you don't want to have the Eagles go out here and say, you know what. We we offer this one, mm-hmm. and then we go out there and lose. If you remember that six and ten year, yeah. we went out there to the Eagles, and we was like, you know, this should be good. You know, they ain't really it ain't really playing for that. I think they had won the uh, won the division they had won at that the, point. Yeah, they had already won it, and that was a tough game. That was <laughs> it. Came down to the wire. All right, they, they, remember the vets talking about? Yeah, y'all want, y'all want some playing time? No. So yeah, man, it's like it's it's a lot going into this this Saturday game. Short week. We got players who need to get in here and, and get their feet wet before they get into the tournament. So this this will be very interesting to see how this plays out. It will. Let me ask y'all both this question. Do y'all think um, the advantage could go to the Eagles if they rest their players and they see what type of game plan the Cowboys are trying to go against their defense or against their offense? They can use that for film study if we had to play them right again next week. Do you still like the advantages for the Eagles let in me, that regard? Let, let me tell you something. I was watching clips on Twitter, Twitter the other day, and it was it was backing up what I said about teams finding out what Kellen is doing. All right? <laughs> when you see Buda Baker get out there and jump that 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 jailbreak screen they tried to throw when they line up. too. He ain't like, even go. <laughs> Like how, like, how many times are we going to do this? When you see Zeke line up at fullback on third and one, he's getting the ball. Yeah. They're doing like wing t- We do the same stuff all the time. Yeah. So I don't think they need any additional game uh, game film specifically on our offense. We need to find a way on our offense to be a little bit more creative or actually a little bit more simple. Yeah. Get the get the big-time players the ball. <laughs> get them the ball. That's what it comes down to. We've seen it all over the league. You know, Green Bay with Devontae Adams. Uh, Cooper Cup over there in L.A. He, he's leading the league in all three categories. Allen. Allen and Dick. Allen and Dick. Like, if you are that guy, and every team has a guy that's considered that guy when it comes to the receiving room, you got to find a way to get him the ball. Whether it's reverses, bubble screens, I don't care what it is. And he might not be successful the first couple attempts. Like, you might throw the ball out to Amari Cooper. He might, you know, catch one of the three. But at least you're involving him early in the game, getting his confidence up early in the game. And he'll expect that ball to come to, come to him. And we saw when you get the ball to Cooper early in the game, it opens things up for the rest of the offense, the rest of the receivers. Hopefully... We can get a game plan. I'm, with listen, and I'm going to keep listening. I'm going to keep listening. I'm okay. Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen. Okay. I'm going to go, was it Allen Thielen or, or Justin Kirk Jefferson, Jefferson with Jefferson, Kirk Cousins? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can literally go down the list for quarterbacks who have guys who they are going to, to key on in those type of situations. Mm-hmm. And then ours is literally only talk. We only talk about Amari Cooper in that situation. Outside of one game when he made a little noise in the locker room and said, hey, they're not focusing on me. I think I can help us win these games. They came out and they focused on him. Yeah. And then they ran away from it the next week. Same thing with Zeke. Actually, Zeke needs to come out. Zeke needs to get some of that. Hey, man, hey, look, if y'all give me the ball and put the put the ball in my hands, then I can help you guys feed Zeke. I ain't seen the feed Zeke sign in weeks. He's trying to be that, that, he trying to be that good teammate. He's yeah. trying to be like, I don't want to ruffle yeah. no feathers. Yeah. I don't want anything to do he, with he, that. He must be vegan. Because uh, right now, he, listen, nine carries, my man, he, he loses some weight. They eat lettuce out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Help, help, help the guy out, bro. Got to. So, Danny, are you are you saying you feel the offense is predictable? Mm-hmm. I, no, I'm not. I'm not saying I believe it's predictable, but I mean I, I believe that when we get in certain situations, we are running some predictable stuff. All right. Okay. When you see the linemen line up out there, we saw at the beginning of the season. We we're like, oh, that's great. You see what Kellen Moore did, mm-hmm. and like literally, Buda Baker said. 
I know what's coming. And almost picked that thing off for he six. Did, all right? And the same thing we saw in this game where Zeke lines up at uh, fullback offset, and then you have a running back lined up behind whoever it is lined up behind the quarterback, mm-hmm. and they turn around handed to Zeke. We've actually gotten stopped on that play a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, the, these, like it's, it, it's, it's a few plays, but it's the situation that they're being run in that, that sometimes becomes predictable, specifically for players who are in that – in that type of situation, Buda mm-hmm. Baker is an All-Pro player. Like yeah, he, he's, gonna see he's that. going to see that, uh, and and I think that's kind of what's what's holding us back. But specifically, you you have to you have to get the ball to Mark Cooper. Oh yeah, I forgot uh, chasing uh, Burrow. I yeah. can just keep <laughs> keep rolling it out. Yeah, chasing Burrow. Uh, what's it? Third and twenty-seven. You know where the ball's going? It's going to number to one. Going to number one. Yeah. All right. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But they gonna get that man a shot. All right. He ain't making twenty million dollars a year. Mm-mm. Okay, so. All right, so so based on what you you guys are saying, how much do you now put this on Dak Prescott? Because Aaron Rodgers going, he's going to Devontae Adams. You talking about that's where he's going. You know he's going to go there. Joe Burrow is looking for Jamar Chase here out here. How much do you put on Dak Prescott for not saying, okay, I'm going right over here to to, to Mari Cooper? I'm putting them. I'm putting the majority on. It. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Whether it's 70 30, 60 40, I'm putting the majority on Dak Prescott. And the reason I believe that is, he has the power. All right, when he's at the line of scrimmage, we've seen he has the power to either check in the run, check in the pass, switch to offensive line protection this way, that way. He is basically an extension of the coaching staff on the football field. Like he's him and Kellen Moore are basically like this. I mean, they were teammates together, quarterback coach. Now he's the offensive coordinator for him. They're like this. I believe that Dak Prescott not only has you know the power at the line of scrimmage, but the cachet to do so. If he's like, you know what, we're gonna get this guy the ball, who's gonna tell him no? Like, no, you cannot throw the ball to to Amari Cooper on this play. Nobody's going to do that. So, to me, I think he has the cachet, and he's the guy that has to feel like, you know what, I got to get 19 involved early enough. Listen, I'm going 60-40. 40 on deck, 60 on Kelly. Kelly. And the the reason that I'm doing that is, like you said, the quarterback is an extension of the offensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. And I think – one, these guys already have to go out there with a ton of tons of things to think about. Yeah. Like you said, protection, uh, what formation, what check, what this, what that. And now you want to add uh, an additional piece to it to where he has to kind of go out on his own and do it. Mm-hmm. I, I can guarantee you when he goes out there, he already has to say, what what are they lined up in here because I got to check for this one. What are they lined up uh, on the right side because I got to check for this one. And then now as you're trying to communicate mm-hmm. all that, it's like, you know what, as a matter of fact, <laughs> let me line up all my receivers over here and put Amari Cooper over there, get that communicated, and then get Amari Cooper the ball. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying that Kellen should put this in the game plan. Hey, let me tell you something, Dak. No matter what happens, okay, no matter what happens, we're going to coop. And the way you can do that is say three by – we all know three by one, if you put the running back to the three-receiver side and you leave Amari Cooper on the backside, that is literally going to be one-on-one 90% of the time unless Mm -hmm. they're running two-man. Like, (laughs) other than that, that's a one-on-one call. We know Amari Cooper's route running is slants. He Mm -hmm. can run digs. He can run ghosts. He can run all that. So he can literally get out there and work that other cornerback. And we just not have – we've not seen that consistently. I don't actually think we've seen it at all. I would love to see, like, what what – his win percentage is like when he's going out there and he's getting these routes if he's open or not I mean I would love to see because right now you know I'm putting the onus on Dak because I believe he's that leader he's the franchise whatever and he has the cachet to be able to to do that but I wonder if is he getting open because we got to see like the all 22 is he, he maybe he's getting locked up I'm, out there. I'm going to die 
on the field with Amari Cooper getting the ball and not being open. Like mm-hmm. I'm like that is a bet that I'm going to take because every time we've seen him be able to uh to get mm-hmm. catches and targets, yeah, he's been wide yeah, he's, he's been wide open. He has separation. <laughs> he, you, I don't think you can guard that dude one on one, especially intermediate routes. I don't think no, I don't I don't, I don't think you could I don't think you can guard him in that. And there's always a way for you to get get him the ball in those situations. Specifically, just watch Devontae Adams. Yeah. Just just watch him. It literally mm-hmm. happens. Everybody knows who the ball is going to every time that ball is snapped. Is Devontae Adams, you got to focus on him. But somehow to do end up with 10, 11 catches, 150 yards every week. And I don't understand how these defensive coordinators, if I'm if I'm going against a Devontae Adams, I don't give a what you in. <laughs> I'm putting two, they're going to be on that vice grip. Remember how they used to do uh, Calvin Johnson? Yeah. They used to be like the punt vice grip. That's how I'm doing these guys. And we don't see that on Amari Cooper. Like he sometimes he's one on one coverage out there. Well, why is he not, well, why are we not giving him the well, ball? Well, you know what happens with, with a team like Green Bay, though? You know what they can do? Yeah. They can run the ball. <laughs> right, so when you have those type of situations you where just, you can spread yeah. it out, and you got AJ Dillon and you got Aaron Jones out there, yeah, they, it puts the defensive coordinators yeah. in those type of situations. Us, oh, they're gonna run it nine times. It's okay. They're gonna run it nine times. It's all right. We're we gonna get out here and play how we want to play. Right? We're gonna mm. we're gonna make them. We're gonna dictate to them what they're gonna run. I think Kellen Moore also falls victim to that often. Like mm. starting with Tampa, Tampa was able to dictate the, that we were not just going to the run look. the ball against just, just off the, the look. defensive look, and they, then they can do that same thing with Amara. They can do that same thing with ZD Lamb and and Dak will have to look the other way because mm-hmm. that look is not something that works for whatever offensive play is called uh on Kellen Moore's play sheet. Okay. Uh let's get a break in here. Power rankings are how I looked at one power ranking and I want to know if you guys think it's fair the way the Cowboys have uh, been ranked this week. Let's dive into that. Players on brought to you by hotels.com. The players are Danny McCray and Barry Church. I'm Newey Scruggs. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. (laughs) And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem like me. Not available in every state based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Back, back. 
to the Players' Lounge. You are in the Players' Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. I'm Newey Scruggs, joined by former Dallas Cowboys players Barry Church and Danny McCray. Dak Prescott is the nominee for the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide. Recognizing NFL players, crowd standing community service at activities on the field and their excellence off um, I should say the service communities off the field and their excellence on it helped Dak earn a $25,000 donation to his Faith Fight Finish Foundation by voting on Twitter. Tweet hashtag WPMOV I should say WPMOY for year Y challenge followed by Prescott through January 17th vote Dak. Okay guys uh, I just want to ask a simple question here. Are we being too negative as oh. we start talking about the Cowboys this week coming off that loss to Arizona? I, I think I've been saying the same thing about our offense, uh, I think, for, for literally half the season. I, I still think that our defense can be elite as long as we have the offense doing doing something, right? When you go out there and you're going three and out, defense is fighting and scratching the claw and to hold these teams to field goal, and then you go three and out and put them right back out there, I think that's a recipe for disaster for our defense. So our offense does have to bring something to the table. Like you said, 24, 25 points, give our defense a chance to get out there and make a play to, to change the game like D-Law did. We didn't have the timeout. But give our defense that type of shot, and I think we're okay. I don't think it's negative. I think it's we're seeing what needs to be fixed this week going into the playoffs in order for us to be successful. I still think we can be a successful team. We just need to go out there and show it against a playoff team, which it, which would be the Eagles if they play everybody, but yeah. no matter what, we need a good we need a, a good positive showing. Yeah, I don't think it's too negative at all, you know, because we, we go out here and we praise them for, for when they beat up on New, New York or they beat up on Washington or they beat up on some of these other teams. We, we praise them. We say, you know, hey, they're playing great. Defense is on fire. But I've always had this just this thought in the back of my head thinking, man, if we go against better quarterbacks and better teams – it's going to be a little shaky. We're going to have to have one of them top performances, one of them complete games like in Atlanta to go ahead and win the game. I don't think we're good enough to just one side of the football dominate and still get a W. I think both sides, maybe even all three phases with special teams, has to play well in order for us to get a dub over the better teams out there. So I don't think it's being too negative. I think we're just stating the obvious. You know, we're stating the obvious. This offense right now has no identity. I mean, and, and right now it's either, it's either inconsistent in the pass game or it's a not enough attempts in the run game or the run game is just getting shut down completely but we have no no identity in this with this offense and then defensively it's like if we don't get four or three takeaways man are we gonna are we gonna be able to win the game you know and and, and that's an absurd like just level of defensive play that you gotta you gotta play if you want to be able to take four get four takeaways each and every game I mean that's just that's just that's just you ain't, you can't you can't do that you just can't do that so to me it's it's not unfair. I think it's fair criticism. And the Cowboys have got to play better, especially when we go against playoff teams. I'm still going to say, listen, D-Law came out and we should have had sure. that turnover. We should have <laughs> had that one turnover in this situation. Because listen, Mojo moment. Right? That that's a, that's a Mike McCarty's thing. Mojo moment. This is the mojo moment. And mm. we, one, we, we can't get New York to get in because they say it's not enough evidence mm. or whatever. But we don't have the timeout to actually Challenge that because yeah. it's right before, like the timing of that is horrible. But when you talk about like opportunistic teams, yeah. we it still to me counts as the defense being opportunistic. Like we, you know, they did everything they could they to change their the game, and it did and it did not it didn't mm. work out for them. But 
that that's taking the ball away. So I still think we still have an opportunity to do that. Even if it's not four times, I, you still got one to two because Curse get, gets out there yeah, and he drops a, he, he drops all open. That could have turned the game all yeah, around. So so we still have the, the defense can still mm-hmm. get one to two takeaways no matter who you're playing against because that's two on on, on Arizona yeah. that, that that we should have had. Those are missed opportunity for big plays, but we we, we can still do it. Mm. And after after the game, a lot of players were upset about that. They went after the officials, so I'm expecting guys to have to write a lot of checks to the league this week. The league going to get fat based off uh, so many Cowboys players criticizing the officials. Former defensive tackle Tony Casillas, who was on three Super Bowl teams with the Cowboys, tweeted this out, and I want to get your take on this one, uh, Church. He said, when you blame the officials for a loss, you need to look in the mirror. Are we that good? Your take on that? Yeah, I'm, I'm with Tony on that one because I we, we talked about this on the pre and post game or the post game show when pretty much the entire guys that they asked to do interviews after the game were basically saying, you know, we had to go against two teams today, the refs and, and Arizona, and you can't do that. You can't do that because the refs, you know, didn't didn't mess up when they went up 7-0, didn't mess up when they went up 14-0, you know, 21 to three. I mean, it was you had opportunities to get yourself in the game and not rely on. The last second fumble that could have been or could not have been. I mean, you had opportunities in that game to stake, to put your mark on that and, and take the control of that game, and you didn't. You didn't, and you got to hold yourself accountable on that one. You can't sit there and blame the refs because, look, they're humans too. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to throw flags that they think are flags, and we may not think they're flags, but that's just a part of the game. Just like injuries are a part of the game, refs are a part of the game. You can't blame that. You got to hold yourself accountability. Uh, look, Arizona went out there. They outcoached you. They outplayed you, and they got a dub. At the end of the day, you just kind of suck it up and be like that. Uh, I'm going to say this, man. He's about 95, maybe 90 no. percent correct. Oh, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. No, not for us. Oh. If you're talking about the New Orleans Saints? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. that's different. That's different. Now, that was a good If you talk about the New Orleans Saints <laughs> yes. and those type of situations, that was then, terrible. Then, yes. then, then, then you have an argument. Yes. All right? Yes. With, like they were driving, they, they that was a clear opportunity. They would have been in field goal range, right? To win the game, like ours is, they get the fumble. We still have to make stuff happen, you know, still so gotta, to get out there and do it. There, so, yeah. with, like coaches always say, there are like four to five plays in the game that mm-hmm. really turn the game. All right, so outside of that possible fumble, there's still four or five opportunities that you have to 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 win the game, and that ain't one of them. Mm-hmm. All right, offense mm-hmm. struggled for a long time, and the real like the realization of it is. The offense started putting up points when the defense of Arizona started playing a little lax, right? Yeah. They were just trying not to give up the big play. The then you start, you start methodically moving the ball down the field. It seems a lot easier than it did in the first three quarters, right? That's because true. they were playing, playing a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, same, same thing that happens with us. So, offense did not play well this game, no, mm-hmm. no matter what. They made it close at the end, but realistically, that, that team was like, I think, I think we're okay. We just, we're, 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 we're just going to play not to, uh, not to give up the home run. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't complain about the refs, even though, you know, it, it was a fun. Where, where do y'all think this is? This is coming from. Do y'all think it's coming from up top, like the head? Because it's the second game. Because I think it was the Raiders game and, and Thanksgiving, and now this game where you know things don't go our way and we lose the game. And then the first thing we come out and say is, man, we had to go against two squads today. We had to go against the refs. Where do you think that's coming? You think that's the players just saying themselves, like, man, it's the refs against us, or is there somebody up top? Head coach maybe nah, what, saying, look, what, hey, what's going on? What they're really saying is, man, if this dude would have made this kick <laughs> again, <laughs> we would have been okay. That's what they said. But you can't talk about your own teammates, so we're going to put it on somebody else, all right? Because make the kick, bro. 
Hey, Make the kick. Oh, hook him left. Listen, listen do, do you know how hard it is to coach in a big time game when you don't have confidence in your kicker? Stuff. Like when it's you tough. don't have that ultimately, man. It's, look, he he could. We know he could hit the goalposts or something from sixty. Yeah. But if you don't have confidence in a guy hitting it from 48, 30, you know what I'm saying? Chip shots, making extra points. That is a hard thing to do. I'm surprised we didn't start going for two more. Yeah. And I'm surprised we ain't got no competition for the man. <laughs> okay. I don't understand it. If it, uh, if it anybody well, else, it's too late for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too late for that. Thank you. It's it's it's, it's too late for that. And this is a lot. A lot of this right now has been on on fossil. This is his guy. He brought him for the Rams. They gave him that stupid contract. And <laughs> during training camp, I can't I can't emphasize it enough. This dude had this dude hurt, and there's no competition. There ain't no kickers out there. I, I'm sorry, I hadn't seen anything like it, man. This is it, I just. Man, I'm flabbergasted. I think it's just silly. Now, how about this note from John Machota? He tweeted out, NFC playoff kickers, Matt Gave, L.A., two missed field goals, one ex- missed extra point. Jake Elliott of Philadelphia, three missed field goals, zero extra points missed. Ryan Suckup of Tampa Bay, four missed field goals, three missed extra points. Mm. Greg Zerline, the Cowboys, six missed mm. field goals, five missed extra points. Matt Prater of Arizona, seven missed field goals, two missed extra points. And then Mason Crosby of Green Bay, nine missed field goals, one extra point. I, listen, no, no matter – the, 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 the numbers matter, yeah. but the situations matter more for us, right? That's well, what it it's is. It's when are you missing these field goals? Or how does it play out at the end of the game? Like Mason Crosby's out there missing them, but he, Aaron Rodgers still out there putting up buckets, mm-hmm. and their offense is playing well enough, defense playing well enough for them to win the game. Mm-hmm. Ours is putting us in a situation to where we're chasing points, and then we're losing by the exact amount of points that you missed on yeah. field goals and extra points, which, which makes it a little bit more – it just it just it just makes it worse. It yeah. just makes it worse. Because just like like you said, it's not like when when it comes down to nut cutting time and he has to make this to either tie the game or put us ahead, he's usually money. Like this season, he's usually been money. It's those early in the game, ah, I'm just gonna come out. This is a routine kick for me. This is 40 yards, 35 yards, this is easy money. And he hooks them left or he sails them somehow. And then, like you said, we're chasing these points. When do we go for two? When do we keep going for just an extra point? And it wavers your confidence. It wavers your confidence because that's supposed to be routine. From from what? Like for hit for this guy from what 40 in? For a vet, yes. 50 absolutely. in, this supposed to be routine. But those are the things that he's missing, and it's costing us in the long run. The problem I have is the whole amount of confidence that Mike McCarthy kept having in this guy and talking about how he kicked the Rams to a field uh, to to a Super Bowl when he was there with with uh, with the Rams in 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 the Superdome against the Saints. I just feel like, dude, you're you're praising a guy for what he used to do. Yeah, he's not that guy anymore. And it's very clear. I, I haven't played the game. You guys are out there and you guys have played on special teams. So you understand the whole mentality out there. Dude, if the Cowboys score a touchdown, I don't get up and go get a drink anymore. I sit there and watch the extra point because you don't know what this dude. That's how scary it is right now. It's extremely scary. I mean, it, and and you know, I go back to our days with Dan Bailey. Like you know, when he was on fire, when he was when he was that that stretch run three, four, five years, he couldn't miss. He could not miss. But when he fell off. I mean, he <laughs> fell off a cliff. He started hooking them left, right. You couldn't, you couldn't find a goalpost. You couldn't find the center of the goalpost. And I hopefully, you know, this doesn't happen to Zerline at least for this stretch run. 
But, man, if he falls off, kickers usually fall off extremely hard. And, you know, hopefully he's able to regain his swing, regain that whatever swing momentum he had. But we got to stop getting these hooks left, especially in the playoffs where it could come down to a two- or three-point game. Listen, it is what it is. 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 I mean, ain't nothing you can do about it. Yeah. He's our kicker. Hopefully uh, he finds a way to get hot in the playoffs. It's just the showing uh, that we've seen throughout the seasons, particularly with not having any uh, competition in training camp and then him being hurt and, and Louie out there watching nobody actually kick Kicks, kicks. Yeah. like that that is that is something that's concerning but listen he's a vet and if they they believe that he can get hot and get this thing straight and get this thing on 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 path then well, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm with him. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with him. Please oh, help, oh, us. Him left. I mean, help us Greg. Help I'm, us. So so literally at this point in time I hate to say it, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Mm-mm. I think this man is going to cost the Cowboys in the playoffs. I do. I, I just think it's, it, it, everything is lining up for it. You've already had three football games where you can look at the fact that his his lack of performance to make to do his job has cost the Cowboys. So why will it not, not cost them in the playoffs? I just think it's going to be more of the same. Because what they played against Arizona, they all said this is a statement game. You know, this was a playoff type team. And this guy came up small one more time. I don't I don't see how he's not going to continue to do what he's been doing. Yeah, the evidence is there. Just like just like our offense. The evidence is there for our offense, man. We got we got a six or seven game um example of what our offense is. And that's why it's gonna be hard for me to think that unless we play our guys and build this momentum of going into the playoffs, that we're just going to be able to flip a switch and be hitting on all cylinders, at least offensively. Listen, be, be, because defense travels, and I think we have been on we have been on like a four or five game streak of the defense playing excellent. Yes, and that, then they, they, they still play they still play well enough for us to win the game against yeah. Arizona. I'm still not counting them out from being able to to carry us throughout the playoffs, okay. as long as the offense and the special teams bring brings a little bit to help Some, them out. They just can't so, hurt the team. Yeah, so so. So, so I still feel okay. I don't think it'll be on Greg. I'm really – I'm going to put the onus on the defense at this point because okay. I, I believe that this is the X factor for us to be able to, one, have to play on the road if we do and and and, okay. and hold these teams to under 20, 24, 25 points so the offense still has an opportunity if they score under 30. Yeah. All right, let's get our second break in here. When we come back, I want to give Mike McCarthy a grade. So far what he's done – as the head coach of the football team. So everybody come with you great, ready to go uh, to hand it out to Mike McCarthy next right here on the Players' Lounge. Louis Scruggs, Danny McCray, and Barry Church on DallasCowboys.com radio. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. (laughs) And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Not available in every state, based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. 
Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network's busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back to the Players' Lounge. Hey, download the official app of the Dallas Cowboys to get access to in-the-market game broadcasts, mobile tickets, daily podcasts, live free game, and post-game shows, game updates, and more. Download in the app or the Google Play Store. You are in the Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. I'm Nui Scruggs along by, alongside the players themselves, Barry Church and Danny McCray. They played safety for the Cowboys. Both guys were undrafted. All right, gentlemen, final game of the regular season coming up. It's the 17th regular season game. First time we've ever seen that in the National Football League. Cowboys are sitting with an 11-5 record. As we go into this final game, they are NFC East champions here. They will be no less than the four seed in the playoffs. What grade would you give Mike McCarthy as the head coach in his second year with the team? I'm going to start with you, McCray. Uh, I'm going to give him a straight-up B. Mm. He, he's getting a B. He's getting a B. Listen, I, I, don't, think, I don't think you could – discount the fact that this team does have 11 wins, possibly going on 12. All right? mm-hmm. And you're also in the playoffs. You turned the team around from what you had last year. You've been able to, to, to get guys to play better than they did last year. On defense, we credit it to Dan Quinn. But it's also Mike McCarthy. He he got Dan Quinn in here. Mm-hmm. He allows Dan Quinn to be the coach that he can be. So I'm gonna give him a B. You, you you're looking at possibly a 12 win team, a division winner, possibly a number two seed. So. I'm giving him a B. Ah, you gave him a B. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give him a C+. Plus. All right, I'm going to give him a C+. Plus. They did make the Whoa. playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to give him a C+. Plus. They they did make the playoffs. All right, they turned this <laughs> they turned this thing around from last year. We were, what, five or six and – what was it, six and, six and ten last yeah, year, you, I think? You, you should know because you six made a bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, six, yeah, six and ten last year. He turned this thing around, 11 and five right now. They're going to the playoffs. But the reason I can't really give him a B and the reason I can't really give him an A – it's because, look, I'm going to be honest. I think the majority of what we, – we talked about it on this show <laughs> thousands and thousands of times. The majority of the, the guy that turned this defense around is Dan Quinn. It's his system. It's him putting players over system and getting the most out of his players. Um, offensively, we talked about it earlier in the season. You know, Kellen Moore is boy genius, giving all these all this stuff. It's offensive. This guy, McCarthy, was supposed to be the offensive guy, but Dan, or uh, Kellen Moore is the one that's calling the plays. So, to me, I got to give him a seat plus because he's done a great job of basically turning the culture around and making wow. sure everybody out here is basically saying all right let's focus on the task at hand and what we got to do you don't see these guys talking about like last year these coaches can't coach and anything like that so to me i gotta get yeah they could like they could <laughs> i'll give them a c plus to turn this culture around but when we talking about what made this defense turn like that it wasn't mccarthy it was dan quinn 100 so I, I can't give him above a c plus I, I mean you know listen we played against Look, uh the minnesota we got that 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 dub with the backup quarterback in the game i mean you yeah. you know we we we, we, we did some things 
Yeah. Kool Aid. So you definitely ain't on the Kool Aid. But for a guy that's not calling the plays and not calling defense, how can we really give him that much credit? All I know is, I, gentlemen, I've seen C plus coaching around the Cowboys. Okay, oh, I've seen. How this turned into man, I can't. <laughs> this, this was not a C plus coaching job. Okay, hey, it is you new, cannot man. give this man anything less than a B. Okay, because uh, I didn't see C plus. All right. So, so when, this when, is when, not that. So, so on, okay? the, on the on the dance call the year. Yep. On the dance call the year, what what did you give Jason Garrett as far as that that year for coach? Did he win coach of the year that year? I think he did. Either that or sixteen. Okay, just check. So he did win coach of the year. He did. I, okay. I don't. He did. I don't. I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember. I, I, I will I forget that. Won, if, I will forget that co- if I was you too. Mm, he, mm, mm. he he won he won coach of the year when they went thirteen and three with the two rookies, and then McCarthy came in there and beat the daylights out of them in the first quarter, and they ended up winning the playoff game. Aaron Rodgers, yeah, Aaron Rodgers beat us. Hit that, hit that the same third dude, and whatever. The same yeah. dude is taking went, the floor to the back to back. Yeah, man. <laughs> Come on, yeah. man. Don't discount that. Well, well, which, discount which, double check. Which, which, which is great. I'm glad you said. I'm I'm, gl- I'm glad you said that because I have been I was killing McCarthy last year for the six and ten and I'm like hey man look look at what Green Bay's done without him they've won thirteen games two years in a row and played the NFC Championship game without McCarthy and they said do you were the problem what did the Cowboys get and so here they are again they're the number one seed going thirteen games and I'm saying all right. Mike McCarthy you've got the Cowboys at eleven wins I had him at nine he's done a better job than I thought. And Mike Nolan was the problem. I, I give him credit for getting out of the way of Dan Quinn. And so to me, I give Mike McCarthy an A because I did not think he could do anything that he did this year. I was not betting on it. I would lost money in so, Las Vegas. I said the Cowboys would win the division with nine wins, so I'm going to give him so, an A. That's so, it. So, your that's a, so, your, so your A is based off your, your previous expectations and not his actual body of work for this year? It was like I thought he was going to be an L. But since he got him two more wins than I thought he was going to get, I'm going to give him an A. What about man. the performance of the year? We not because your expectation was so low and he was like, oh, man, this is a total 180. I don't know. That, that ain't right. We're giving this man an A for staying out the way. He okay. on the fence. He on How are we going to do this, man? So, no, I, I'm not on the fence. I'm not on the fence. And, Dan, <laughs> Danny, you can relate to this, having, having gone through an NBA program, where you start judging people on where, where did you come from, okay? Where was your knowledge base at when you take a class like an analytics or statistics? Where is, where's your knowledge base at, and then where do you end up? That I'm telling you right now, to start this season, I did not think Mike McCarthy had what it took. In fact, I was one of those people saying, this dude could be fired. Okay? I was like, this dude could be fired if this thing doesn't go correctly here. That's where I was on it. And the man has gone past the expectations of what I thought he could do and what this team could do here. So I'm going to give him an A based on that. I, I, I am. What about So if we, if we get in the first round exit, if we go in there and we get out first round, we're going we gonna to get this man an A? <laughs> I ain't giving no aid. I'm gonna say we because my my expectation Barry? my expectation Barry? going into the year was different than Newey's. We had him at 11 wins, uh, and okay. Newey had him at something totally different, which to me didn't make sense because nine. I believe that I, I believe that the defense was going to be better, and we were going to be a better team because of it. Dang and, and, and you know, and, and Newey's is you know he thought we was going to win nine, so he's like, oh, since we won more than nine, that's an A. That's an a. We should we should have won more than nine, Newey, if you're being honest. Okay, we just got through with two Washington football teams <laughs> and the, and the Saints with, with Taysom Hill. Okay, we should we should have won 11 games, but let, let, be real about that. Okay. <laughs> Be, be real about it. Uh, yeah. hey, look, at, at, at the end of the day, I don't think they'll finish number two, 
but they're going to finish no more than number four. I did not see that for this football team going in. I, I mean, I just did not have these expectations. Didn't see them doing what they did. Dak was coming off the injury. There were, I just had a lot of doubts about this football team, especially what they were doing on uh, what, what was done defensively last year. So I, I'm just telling you, that's, that's where I am, and that's where I was. Uh, we all have three different grades. We all have three <laughs> different expectations of kind of what we thought, and that's okay. Now, if you get beat, if you get, if he pull a Garrett and if there's one of these Garrett specials in the first <laughs> round, then yeah, I'm a lower the grade because I reserve the right to change my mind. So if he give me uh, an average performance in the playoffs, you know I'm going down on him. So there we go. So there we go. Man, so I just said right man. now, right now. Uh, listen, all, all I, listen. This is what I know. Okay, whatever you want to say about Jason Garrett and all that, that funny with thirteen, didn't they get first round by one time? All yeah, that, 13, okay. three, yeah. well, coach of the year, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, this is what I want to do before we get off the show. Look at the AFC side of things, okay? And as much as we believe that it's possible for the Cowboys to get the number two seed, it is very, it is possible for the Cincinnati Bengals oh, to get the one that. seed. In what? the AFC this week. That is not going to happen, it, baby. I, hey, man, I'm just telling you that it's possible. I it is mathematically it. possible for the I Cincinnati Bengals you, and Joe Burrow to end up as the number one team in the AFC right now. as we're doing that. And I and I say that because LSU is playing tonight against Kansas State, 8 o'clock. Y'all make wow. sure y'all tune in because this is going to be the first game of the Brian Kelly era, and I hope that it goes well. I can't believe you just did what you just did right there. It's Nui. I'll say what. Where they better I get the number one seed. Where did I lie? They better get the number one seed because if they two, you know who they gonna have to go against in that first round? What you mean? Are they two? They they like number three right now. Oh, if they get up to two, huh? Yeah. What what about it? You know who they got to play in the first round? Who? The, you, that that man, that guy, Jay Herbert. That's who they gonna have to go against. <laughs> you see what happened last time Whoa. they went up against each other? Has, have, have they clinched? We talking about? Have, the, have the Sharpers have the Chargers clinched the playoff spot? All they gotta do is beat a team they already beat this year. All right, that's all I got to do. So the Chargers haven't clinched the spot. They're seventh right now. They're seventh right now. Because they couldn't beat the Texans. They're seventh right now. That's all that matters. But they could beat Cincinnati. We saw what happened when they went together early in the season. So I guess that means they they, they, they could beat the Chiefs too then, huh? They beat them. They did. They beat them already. They already beat them in the regular season. They beat Cincinnati and they beat the Chiefs. They could beat the Chiefs now. It don't matter who they play. Okay, exactly. It don't matter who they play. They not even in the playoffs. You're going to see. All right, you're going to see. What's up, Nui? So, Church, Church, you – you you going against Rich Versace? And they already beat the Raiders. Mm, it ain't done none since. They, they in the playoffs. They, <laughs> they in not, the playoffs. They not in the playoffs. Right now, they in, they in One, the seventh seed. Right now, they in the seventh seed. One more quarterback topic before we go, because I wanted to get you guys' opinion on this as players and how you would take this in the locker room. Baker Mayfield said afterwards that he's pretty beat up and he's going to start to look out <laughs> for his own health. And basically saying, I'm probably not going to play next week. I'm going to go ahead and get the shoulder uh, fixed here. What would be your thoughts if you heard this from your quarterback? Bro, just do it. Don't say it. You yeah. ain't got to say all that. Okay, you hurt. That's fine. We know. We in the locker room with you, but you ain't got to say all that. That's how you know that the outside noise is getting to Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield and his wife be sitting on Twitter, scrolling through, trying to figure out who they should reply to, who they shouldn't, and then they just do one mass, one mass blind copy, and they, and they reply to everybody. Mm-hmm. Let the noise get out of your head, man. If the season didn't go well for you, you're going to go get your surgery. Just go and do that quietly, all right? And mm-hmm. let the rest of these dudes who going to put it out there on the line, let them go 
go out there and focus on getting the win because some of these dudes playing for their job. All right? Well, right. Like, we don't care that you don't have to play for your job because you already got your fifth-year option, okay? Mm-hmm. I need to go out here and do everything I can to make sure I put something on tape for me to have an opportunity to play in the league next year. I don't want to hit nothing about your shoulder in your search. Yeah, you're right. You're 100%. He ain't have to say nothing. He could have just been like, hey, man, I'm, I'm hurt. I'm done. <laughs> All right, we'll see y'all next year. Y'all already picked up the fifth-year option. We'll see y'all next year. I'm not Herbert. You know what I'm saying? I'm not Justin <laughs> Herbert. All right? I'm not about to lead a team to the playoffs in a long stretch run. That's not me. I'm going to go ahead and get this, this shoulder done and call it a day. Are you, willing, right? to, are you willing to bet on this? What are you talking about? Are you willing to bet on this? What? Uh, Joe Burrow versus uh, Justin Herbert already, and, how, and how, they, how far they make it into the playoffs. He already mopped up Joe Burrow. And how far they make it in the playoffs. Yes, he, he, he will mop up Joe Burrow again. Okay. Okay. We, we've seen this already. We, guys, we got to go. We'll talk about this tomorrow. Guys, we got to go. Yeah, all right. We, we, go. we, we can, can go. We can do this tomorrow. We can do this tomorrow. Jay Herbert, man. For Barry Church, Danny McCray, I'm Nui Scruggs. This is a Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. Coming here with a 10 jersey on tomorrow. Hey, hey. Powder this blue. has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!